This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. No days off. No days off. No days off. No days off. This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. <laughs> With Andy Hart. No, that's a really interesting point. Andy. This microphone put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> no, I think I said that, Andy. And Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Weekly.com. Week 11 edition of the Off Day Podcast. Another uh, decent game to preview this week, Patriots-Eagles. This isn't Patriots-Jets or Patriots-Dolphins. This is a good football game. We have real football games for the foreseeable future, for the most part. Super Bowl rematch, as my former boss hates when people say, because it isn't. It's just a regular season game. You don't actually get anything out of it if you win. Bill said score 0-0 to start. I think it's always that way. Pretty sure that's how it always works, I Bill. Said that in the conference call. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for clarifying. But no, this is. Um, I think there are two teams that I still think the Eagles are a pretty good football team, all around football team. Now their record is five and four. Patriots are eight and one. So on paper, you'd say, but they're also a good home football team. Both this year, I think they're like three and one, and then. Yeah. In recent history, and they're been better. A very good they're team. probably better now than they were earlier in the year. Get some guys back from injury. getting healthier. I think they're a. I don't know, I look at them, and I, I look at them as a more well-balanced, well-rounded football team. I look at a team that I think I think can throw it, I think can run it, I think can stop the run, I think can stop the pass, although the pass defense is one of their weaker aspects. They're good against pretty the Pretty good coach. Yeah, they're good against the run. Like I think they're a pretty good kicker. They're a pretty well-rounded football team. Uh, so I think this is an interesting – both teams coming off a bye, so you yep. have a level playing field there. Now, you firmly believe – Sure do. What do you believe? Go ahead. I believe Revisit it. that when a coach gets an extra week to prepare for Bill Belichick and the Patriots, that levels the playing field. Even when both teams have the extra week. Sure does. So Bill is only good on uh, an advantage on one week. He crams yeah. more into one week, but you give him two and he doesn't know what to do with the time. Well, I think his ceiling is maximized so with only that one week. I still don't really care for it. I ran it by another one of your former employees yesterday. He agreed with me. Paul Perillo. No. Who? John Rook. On Patriots, uh, whatever, whatever they call that show. I don't know. You're on it all Patriots the time. Patriots Playbook. Okay. Uh, so you people, jeez, Don Cherry and me, what? I'm getting a little hot in here? What do you mean, you people? Uh, you believe that if you give Bill Belichick the bye week, it's not valuable. I'm not saying it's not valuable because he gets a lot out of it. I'm just saying. He loses. The, for the next game. It doesn't give him as much of an advantage as it gives another coach. No, no, no. I would agree it doesn't give him as much of an advantage, potentially. Because I do think he can see things, digest things quicker, faster. Right. But I don't know that it's necessarily over the level playing field of two weeks. Two coaches have two weeks with two teams. Yep. I don't know that it's necessarily an advantage for the Eagles. Maybe the Patriots just lose their advantage. 
and it levels it out a little. Bit. That's my. You know point. what I mean? But that's my point. No, I know. But you're you making, see, you make it sound point. like Doug Peterson, uh, Tom Coughlin twice. Like get they advantage? get the advantage. No, 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 no. They just negate his advantage. Right. Okay. You can sell me more on that. That's been my point all along. Okay. Well, as usual, you you. It's now become a thing, you know. It's now a verb. When you screw something up, it's a Ryan, to Ryan Hannibal something. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've, se- I've seen that on Twitter. Well, you know, it is what it is, dipshit. <laughs> um, there would be my ums. I should uh, Yeah, put I that, would like you to get rid of those. You know what mine is that I've not only decided for myself, but everybody in radio needs to get rid of the crutch that is, by the way. You hear that every show, every host, probably... Tens of times in a, in a show. A, show, a singular show. By the way, by the way, by the way, it's like it's this non sequitur or like transition when there's not really a transition. Everybody just says, "By the way, did you see that new Star Wars movie?" You know, by the way, Colin Kaepernick's going to work out. Maybe Everybody just in, says maybe it. That was in radio for dummies, like good transition, nice easy transition. But by it's the way. so overused. And again, I use it. I I am victim to it as well. All right. So yours is by the way. Mine's um. Correct. No more ums. Okay, so do you want to talk about Colin Kaepernick? Well, I was going to say, before we get into the game, let's Because Bill doesn't know if they're going to attend the, uh, what do you call it, hastily put together NFL workout. We find out on a Tuesday. He said, ask Nick. He said, I'm not sure. Ask Nick. No, 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 but he finished with, I'm not sure, meaning he doesn't know. That's Nick's department. He's got a whole crew of scouts. I'm not sure whether we'll be there. Do you really think Bill Belichick cares about Colin Kaepernick's workout? Shouldn't he? Why? Why not? Why should he care? I would go if you, a if you, just to check. Yeah, but okay, him to me due diligence. You, no, 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 no. Patriots, and according to the NFL, we should say it was told it's going to be in Atlanta late Saturday afternoon, yeah. and apparently all of it, including workout interviews, is going to be available to teams via video thanks to the league. They're right. now so on board; they're going to work two and a half years later. They're really all in on trying to get Colin Kaepernick a job. But I also would want to be there just for information gathering. Who's here? Who's here? Who's here in terms of the team? Who's here in terms of from the team? Just I think you're always you never regret having information. If you if you have a scout there that goes, uh, I don't know who's on a bye week. Let's let's say Brian Flores goes in person. Okay, I just find that interesting information to have. Like I want to know that, and I know but I hear he, it but through he the that, grapevine. But is he that big of is Colin Kaepernick? That big of a game changer that you really need to know this. If you like, play him, he is. But if that's the case, then then what do you mean if you play him? If you play against him, I'd want to know if he's on the other. When team. are you playing against him? When, I don't know. When is he coming back? Is and he th- getting a job? But that's why I don't understand. He's he's so NFL is all in on getting him a job. Let's just say the workout goes great. Well, it's not good. I have a lot of questions about the workout. But I said this last night on my appearance on the highly rated Mud at Night show. It's better on Mondays and Wednesdays. It was better Tuesday last night because I was on Tuesday. What about Friday? How? Friday's middays are really good. No, not Friday at nights. nights. Who's on at night? Huh? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Some idiot who says he, the eyeball test tells him Garoppolo's better than Brady. Way to pull that out after Garoppolo's stinker the other night. Anyway. After the fact. So h- how is this going to work? Like normally we talk about it. I, I even compared it to the top prospects of the NFL Combine. Oh, I'm not going to throw here. I'm going to throw at my pro day with all my right. receivers. My QB coach will set up the route tree and script it. So Colin Kaepernick's just going to show up. Who's he throwing to? I thought I saw that they don't even know. Guys that he's never seen before, like local college players, like local high school players. College players are busy because it's on a Saturday afternoon. Right. So there's no local active college players that are going to be in attendance. Like, who is going to do this? And not that it's the be-all, end-all, but, again, those pro days, you get the report from 
NFL now, you know, 67 of 68 passes were right. complete. Are we going to get these numbers? And Probably. is that fair to him? No. He's never seen this guy before. Doesn't know how fast this guy is. He tells him to run a post. But I can tell you, like, my stupid thing. Like, I do this in my backyard with my son and his friends a bunch. Like, you throw different. Like, you know, the fatter kid is a little slower when you run the post. And, like, you, right. you overthrow it. No, you throw differently. Do your throwing. So, and he doesn't even know that. Right. So, I, I think he is set up to fail on this. I, I think it's intentionally but, so. Okay. He's so, set up to fail. I mean, they told him about it on a Tuesday. There was no ability to adjust it was happening this saturday or wasn't happening at all and it's a non-traditional workout workouts are usually tuesdays that's when people can go because you know most teams in the nfl say for whichever four have the bye this week have games so they're well six whatever it is so all the others have games to prepare for they're at a hotel on saturday late saturday afternoon whether they're at home at the home hotel or on the road traveling getting to the hotel i just it's not a priority for them it's stupid go out of the way let's just call it what it is it's stupid yeah. I don't even know why it's happening, but it's stupid. But my thing is, let's just say the workout goes well. Is a team going to sign him for him to start next week? Like, the season's, like, why not? past Go the midway it. point. Well, the clock's ticking. For, he, he's like a 30-something woman who's thinking of getting pregnant. Right, the clock so, is ticking so on his for, career. But for who? who? Who's he going to, like, I don't know. What, what team is looking for him? A, a team that's in the playoffs? That, that no. Needs in that, or, or a team that's rebuilding? Like, what are yeah, we... A like, team that's a debacle. But then it's even more of a debacle because you bring a circus to town. Yeah, I can't think of a team where I'd want to play him. Want to sign him, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, maybe Tennessee, if you just think he's better than Tannehill. But the – what are the what are our podcast friends, the gambling pod, the, the Tannessance that's going on and yeah. Tannehill-assance or something? Uh, no, I, I just – I don't get it. It's much ado about nothing, in my opinion. I think you should send somebody just to be aware of what took place, whether it's – Who are you sending? Like an, action, an intern? Uh, a low-level scout. Right. One of the lowest level of scouts. Maybe somebody who's a, local a, scout a pro scout. No, it could be a pro scout who can then leave Atlanta and fly to whatever city for his game the next day was going to be in the press box in Tampa or Jacksonville or one of those. Whatever. One of those types of things. But it's it's a big story that but, but I don't get. the case, though, so, like, there's going to be a lot of reports of you know, whatever teams were there. But, like, does it really even mean anything? No. Nope. Like, so if, if it's reported that the Patriots were there, does it mean that the Patriots are interested in signing Colin Kaepernick? Well, you no, also have doesn't. to measure it on two levels, in my opinion. Who it is? No, because I think it's going to be low level for most because it just doesn't really make sense. Um, you're, not, you're not telling me that, like, John Gruden's going to personally go there? I don't think he will be, no. You have to measure it on a football level. Are they just interested in Colin Kaepernick and they finally feel like, for whatever reason, it's now okay to be interested in him? Or are they doing it for some woke PC cool PR thing something you know, trying to appeal to a certain audience now in doing that you're also probably pushing away a certain audience that's the risk because all I've heard is why this why now whatever and you know Damian Woody and Mutt last night had this whole theory that it's to there's teams that are actually interested there's a group of teams that have been interested are interested and they were fearful of bringing him into their own facility to work him out well, if you're afraid to work the guy out, then you sign can't him? sign him. Yeah, I know. Like, because working Wait, him out is still a significant measure from this, signing this him. This is a theory that Mutt believes. Mutt believes. And Damian Woody apparently is parroting it or okay. has it on his own. I think both are wrong I'm and w- dumb I'm w- about I'm it. I'm with you there. That makes no okay, sense. Okay, it's stupid. So you're afraid to work him out, but you have no problem signing him. Okay, okay. we spent enough time on this. Is it irrelevant? I yes. mean, it's a big topic this week just because right. it's a hot button issue, but I don't care. I don't understand it. I don't really need to understand it at this point. I don't care whether they're railroading him. I sort of joked, like, if they told me that, no, 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 it only happens in Atlanta, it only happens Saturday, you will arrive at 3, feels like he's being set up for, like, 
an assassination or something. Right. If this were a movie, I'd be I'd be looking around for red dots on my chest. Like, like no, no, we'll pick you up. You can't even drive. We'll, we, we'll tell you the location once you get the kind of thing. Here's the schedule. You're it's doing... shady. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very shady. Yeah. Okay. But, we've, okay. We've spent enough. Time. We spent more time than we needed to. Um, there we go again. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. You wrote a nice column on the website oh, today nice. for nice. Uh, about Damian Harris. Oh yeah, Chance. saying it's uh, time for him to get a it's chance. It's time for him to get a chance. Oh, we are saying. I'm with you. I think it is time. Why would you not? Because unless you're just the stupid roster spot thing. But other than that, but that's not even a thing. It they, isn't. It isn't. You're right. I know, but they can make it a thing whenever right. they want to make it a thing. Right. They, just don't have a they pick and spot. choose. Yeah. Forty six guys that were active. That's why Ben Watson was. Okay, released. great, Bill. I just you look at it, and I led my column with the whole idea that. If I'm going to take Bill at his word, what you did last year doesn't matter. So thank you, Sony Michelle. You were great in the postseason. You helped us earn a ring. You'll forever be encapsulated in DVDs and photos and do your job. All of that. Yep. But for 2019, you've been unproductive. You have not helped me in any way. In any way. You're averaging 3.3 yards a carry. As I wrote in the story, I've said this consistently. I don't think he maximizes runs. I don't think he gets yards that aren't there. There's no explosive Every, plays. That. There's nothing he gets there. The, he gets what the line gives him. Sometimes. I think sometimes he gets a little less than what the line gives him. So you have this third-round pick who had 2,000-yard seasons at Alabama. In both of those seasons, averaged over seven yards a carry. Each of his final three seasons, he had 70-plus-yard runs. His teammate, his committee mate from Alabama, now admittedly a first-round pick, taken higher, thought right. of higher, is killing it in Oakland. And you have this guy, I would add this, I didn't write this because it's probably a little awkward, but you just look at him, he looks like he could run somebody over a breaking arm tackle. Yeah. He's jacked. He's well, a short, stocky, jacked dude. Why can I not see Damian Harris run? And we thought over the summer that maybe there are some things going on behind the scenes. I don't buy that I, anymore. I don't either. I mean, you, we've After talked, talking to him, I'm such a sucker. Well, He's and, a nice, intelligent, well-spoken. Ivan Fears, right. who raved about him. Like every, I don't get it. Bill has been asked about him a couple of times. I don't get it. The, the, usually you, you can sort of read into Bill's answers if, if something's going on. doesn't be the, appear to be the case. Some of the circle guy. jerks responded on Twitter, oh, can he block? I don't know, and I don't care. I'm not looking for him to be my passing back. I'm looking for him to get the predictable role of Sony Michelle, which is I'm handing you the damn football when you're on the damn field. We'll figure out the blocking later. My guess is he can block because he comes from Nick Saban's system, where I think you enter the NFL as pretty pro-ready. But I don't know. That's a fair question for later down the road. Sony Michelle can't block. By the way, you know how I'd like to find out if he can block? Later, because now he's a three-down back, and I'm thinking, wow, i got to keep this guy on the field. I hope he can pass protect. So circle jerks, go screw yourself. And I just want to see him. In no. summation, in su- I, I tell you what I'm going to say, and now I'm going to tell you what I said. I want him to play now. Now, to have him Nothing on the personal, by the way, because I don't dislike Sony Michelle. I know some people he rubs the wrong way and don't care for him. I've never had a problem with Sony Michelle. Thank just you. want to get that out there. I haven't either, by the way. Okay. To make Harris active, are you make, who are you making inactive? I don't care. You don't, Sony, are you making Sony Michelle inactive? I wouldn't. That, that'd be really good. Creates kind of a bit of a shit storm. <laughs> yes, it does. I'm getting comfortable with the swearing. Yeah, thing. you are. Mostly shit right now. Can yeah, I say two anything? Weeks in a row. Yes, anything goes. Yeah, I don't think we need to be saying F words and C no. words, and especially no. in this environment, not in this economy. So as Don Cherry. Yes. We don't get into that. No. I have some strong opinions like, on that. Are you I'll making Brandon Bolden inactive? No. There's no chance Brandon Bolden's inactive. Rex it could Burkhead? just be somebody else. Rex Burkett, his toe hurts again. I don't know. But. Freaking receiver. I know, but it just seems like a lot of running backs to have. Like, there gonna, are a lot of running backs. Are you going to rotate those guys? A tight in? end. But, 
No, I know that, but if you have all those running backs, the D in, linemen. Like, are you gonna give a defensive back? Giving, I could just keep listing positions if you need. Are you? I know that's make them after, but are you giving Damian Harris carries over Rex Burkhead? No, I'm giving Damian Harris carries over Sony Michelle. Okay. I want Damian Dam Harris to be on the field starting the game early. I don't want the garbage time carries against the Jets. The Jets? No, I don't. I want legitimate. It's the first quarter. We're in a football game. Let's see what he can do. Rookie running back on the other side of the field this week. Yep. Right? Miles Sanders. Very productive. Doing a fine job. Catching in, in running. Okay. So I see these running backs, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs. Uh, sure Mon- this... Montgomery in Chicago. Montgomery. Like, you drafted this guy for a reason. Unless he's hurt, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't get a chance. Because the guy in front of him, this isn't, you know, a lot of people brought up, because we're in that point in the season, we're talking about young players. Yep. Nikhil Harry. Well, I can at least argue who's playing an, an ahead of Nikhil Harry. Right. And I think the complexities of the passing game are an issue there. You can make reasons for why. A young not. running back can come in and run the football, especially when the player in front of him stinks. Joan Williams. You might say, why isn't he playing more? Well, well I'll tell you, because so they got about great. 17 defensive backs who are better than him. That's just the reality. Simple answer. There is no running back that I know for sure runs the football consistently better than Damian Harris. Rex Burkhead has run well on occasion. James White of late has run relatively well but Damian Harris is supposed to be a legitimate first second down type runner why is Damian Harris not playing last thing on this topic you don't have an answer I asked a question you should answer it you're just going to ignore the question why is he not playing we just talked through it. there's no reason why okay I mean but, I think it's gonna be a reason I mean there's my whole theory that Bill's afraid no, but, to make Sony Michelle look bad right and sort of but show then, that he wasted a first round pick. I know that we talked about that but now you're at the point in the season where that doesn't matter like it's about nobody's winning. rookies anymore it's about winning yeah but it, we it's, all it's know putting it's, yourself in a in the best position to win games well, they're eight and one I know that but look would they be nine win. and oh if Damian Harris had no. played but so they, you, but they'd you be can more, argue they, so they would far be more productive running Sony Michelle's been so bad they're eight and one they're atop most people's power rankings. That's how bad Sony Michelle's been, right? He hasn't cost you games. He's just not. But you're not giving you a your boost. Maximum potential. That's my argument. Is this offense needs a boost somewhere, somehow, some way? Needs to get better, more diverse plays. Give this kid a chance. He may stink. Maybe I'll watch him for a whole game and go, holy. But crap. then at least you know. Boy, you blew that third but round pick. This know, guy blows. Right? right. I'd like to know. And I don't think that's the case. I've seen enough little snippets of him that I think he's in at least a competitive NFL All right, running short, back. Short answer. Does he play Sunday? No. <laughs> like, okay. why? Okay. What's what's going to change Bill's no, mind? No. Just because I'm ready and wrote a, a very widely read column on WEEI.com doesn't mean Bill is going to say, you know what? At heart, he's got a freaking idea. Well, Why don't we play maybe, this kid? But maybe he's going to realize that it's time to start thinking about winning games and not managing, you know, behind-the-scenes egos. At some point, you got to shit or get off the pot. Right. It's three shits in a row. Next uh, topic that you wrote this week, a nice column on WEI.com. When are you going to write something? Tonight. No. See, you do the little soap opera Hannibal. I make out a nice formulated argument, a good really, 800 to 1,000 really, words, really strong opinion. Really you write, Michael Bennett, Patriots defense is awesome. Click, 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 <laughs> click. bait Hannibal. Jeez. Adam Vinatieri, doesn't seem like he's going to get cut from Indianapolis. They worked kickers out, though. But Frank Wright said, said today that he's it's their Reich. kicker. Reich. 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 Okay. Frank Reich. And you're not the only one who says that, by the way. Pretty okay. sure many of the hosts on our station call him Frank Wright. Like w- one of the Wright brothers right. invented flying. Um, what? Me saying ums again. Jeez. You, your point in the column was that if the Patriots, the Patriots should not bring Adam Vinatieri in if he used to let right. go because then it damages 
the his legend. legacy. He's a legend. And if he were to I don't want to see him because he's going to. Like if he were to miss a kick for them to end he's, their season. I don't know about end the season, but he's going to miss kicks. Right. He's not kicking the ball very well. You take him out of a dome, put him back in the northeast. His leg strength, you have a lot of questions. He's going to miss kicks. I don't want him to be, and I made the comparison to like an eight, you know, a fighter that took you know a couple extra fights at the end of his career, and you're watching him just get the snot kicked out of him. Or like I made the analogy to you know high school sweetheart, who in your head is some hot babe, and then you go to the reunion, you're like that's her. She's fat. She's hairy. She's who knows what. Like just you want Adam Vinatieri to be that legend that he is. He's a franchise legend. Now I know he's actually played longer for the Colts now than the Patriots, but. You built a dynasty on him. I don't want to see him tarnish that, and I don't know that he'd be I an think, upgrade or that much of an upgrade. I think Nick Folk's kind of getting a bad rap Nick here. Folk sucks. His resume sucks. His resume sucks. On paper, if you just say, I have Nick Folk available or Adam Vinatieri, who are you signing? Adam Vinatieri. Okay. So that was my point in the column. Like, you can tell yourself he would be on paper, your emergency list, the best available veteran kicker, if he wants to continue his career, by the way. But that's the other issue here. A, he has to leave Indy on some way, you know, and I think probably they would just put him on IR to save face. He's 46 years old. I'm sure something hurts. Unless he wants to play somewhere else. But does he? Uh, Probably not. Probably not. He wanted to retire earlier this year. I think they, if he doesn't finish the year kicking, I think he probably goes on IR and then just quietly goes off into the retirement sunset. So I think this is a point that is moot, as they say. Well, I also, I think that you can't really hate on Nick Folk yet. He hasn't done anything to be hated on. Like, no, but it's coming. It's coming. How do you know that? Because his career. So even though in my Damian Harris column, I wrote that past performance is not necessarily an indicator of future. Uh, I'm pretty sure with these jag journeyman stinky kickers. So then, what do you? They think, don't. You but, think he's going to come in and finish the year like 18 of 18 on field goals? I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just thinking. That What's more likely? Down on the field at the link on on Saturday evening. It's a little chilly, maybe Sunday a little evening. side. I mean, Sunday evening, a little chilly side. Saturday, everybody will be on the Kaepernick workout. Sunday, you think there's a better chance that he's like wowing you, or oh boy, might want to check out that list of kickers that's still available. He just sh- shit his pants. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I think he's going to be fine. Why does he deserve the benefit of the doubt? Because he hasn't done anything to not deserve it yet. He's been out of the league two years, and when he was last in the league, he sucked. He was kicking in the Arena League. So? The World League, sorry. Well, not the World League. (laughs) The World League. The AAF, 55-yard franchise league record that will never be broken because the league is now defunct, as they say. No, I just... So you're confident in Nick Folk? I have more confidence than most people do, yes. Why? Because he hasn't... Are you because, like a religious person? Because that's no, like blind I, faith. I look around. That's the rest, what that is. Well, around, you know, faith is believing in something of, you I can't prove. I look around prove. the rest of the league, and every every team has problems. Is Nick Folk worse than the other teams? Josh Elliott, uh, twelve of twelve on field goals, twenty of twenty-two on PATs. Pretty good. He, we just played against Justin Tucker, who was perfect heading into the game. Okay. So that's, most of the league stinks. It's two teams. Most of the league does not. Did you watch football this gets last overblown. Sunday? Of course I did. Tell me, missed kicks? Did you see? I don't know. Some. Monday night, the, the San Francisco kicker. He's a fill-in street free agent. Until you're looking for, for the Patriots to bring in. Guys exactly. That's my point. Guys that stink. You're in and the so stinky guy, kicker game. But Nick Folk's above those guys. He is not but yes. on any level. He's actually kicked in the league before. They wouldn't have gone to overtime if Nick Folk was their kicker. Again, you're talking about the 49ers? Yeah, he would have missed it. He would have pooped himself. Again, you can't... You can't um, Blame somebody for something that they haven't done yet. By the way, can our headline be uh, Folk Off? 
when he misses a kick that matters. You it's swearing today. Folk I off. Know, you know. It's not a swear. I know, but it's playoff. I don't know. Just in a mood. All right, let's get into the game. Yeah, let's get into the game. Okay, key matchup is what? I'll start with you. Patriots defensive. I mean, Eagles defensive line against the Patriots offensive line. The okay. Eagles defensive line is one of the Wait, best. Wait, we missed one topic. Can we rewind for just a second? No, no, no. Sure. Um, we missed kind of a major topic. Yep. Who's the most talked about Patriot for the past two weeks? I'm sick of this story. Who is it? They kill Harry. You're right. You nailed it. I, it's just, what, nothing's changed. They haven't even pra- they've practiced like twice. It's all positive, according to Josh McDaniels. He had the best, I like to call him a uh, rub and tug quote, I guess we can get away with. Was it? It was better than Bill or Tom. I know that, but. At least he didn't run out of words mid-quote like both of those guys. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. Because he hasn't done anything. Like It's all positive. When, when Each does, week's an opportunity, an opportunity for him to learn what he can do, an opportunity for us to learn what he can do and figure out what he can do for us. Well, That's what jo- Josh said. Maybe Josh is more of a positive person than Brady. He's got an advocate. Isn't that a good advocate to have? I think he's been an advocate of his all along. You know what that leads me to believe? That Brady's the one that doesn't want him out there? No. Bill doesn't? No. Who? That that was Josh's pick. Mm. It's a little thing that a theory I've had since camp. I don't know if you remember the day, one of the few days I was actually out there not doing radio. The he, Brady threw a little out. Josh was playing corner on the out on Harry, and Brady threw it. It was There was no this way it was catchable. Camp. I know you're talking about. This oh, was, when this was, was it? OTAs. It wasn't OTAs because Brady doesn't come sorry. to OTAs. Okay, minicamp. minicamp. And then Brady, like, threw his hands up, and Josh, like, threw his hands up bat. Like, that was right. on you. Right. I think Josh is invested in Akil Harry because I think Josh made the pick. Maybe not unilaterally, but like was the the deciding the vote or whatever. Push for it. Yes, that's my theory. You like it? I actually it, think it's a good theory. It's not a bad theory, but then I think he'd be more over the top with what he was saying. Like that wasn't like an over the well, top. He can't like, be like. I mean, I really think you know, this is the greatest receiver that's ever stepped in a Patriots <laughs> well, uniform. Say, like, what do you want him to say? He can say if he was really, really. It's positive, all positive. Saying, looking forward to when he's on the field and then can help us. He, he said be- that how he can help us win football games moving forward. It's moving forward. It he like, said about as much as you could say for a guy. About next year. I also heard a funny um, commercial, and I don't know if it was on our airwaves or our competitors, but uh, I believe it's Bay Coast Bank has a catches for a cause campaign with yeah. Nikhil Harry. They've teamed up for every catch. One of those things you oh, donate. Oh wow! Money. Poor charity. <laughs> so far, it's zero point zero. Poor charity. But no, I do think Josh McDaniels is an advocate for Nikhil Harry. I think Josh McDaniels may have sort of spearheaded the draft pick. Do I smell a column? I don't know if I feel that strongly. I don't know if I can get much more out of it. But that's how I feel. And I think that will help him. Because we've seen Josh do it in the past with other guys he was advocates for. Brandon Lloyd being yeah. one of the prime examples. Now, he somehow has to get him on the field well, he, first. Here's my thing. If, if Nikhil Harry doesn't play this week, there are serious questions. I already have serious questions. What more do you need to see? No, serious questions of him actually contributing this year. Ever. Because he's Ever. he's been on the practice field for a month now. Well, he's running the scout team, according to Bill. Not anymore, though. Oh, now he's on the regular side? I think it was on the regular side. Oh, good, good. Once he was eligible to play in games, he really, was back on Real excited side. about that. Like, do you buy that he wasn't part of the game plan against the Ravens because of the hurry-up, and that would be hard for him? Yes. So you, you're okay with him not playing against the Ravens? No. You did. Those are two different questions. <laughs> two different questions. I do buy that idea that it was hurry-up, and he probably isn't ready to do that, may never be ready for that. You know me. I have been... People think I'm a Harry hater. I mean, a uh, yeah, Harry yeah, hater. Harry hater. I keep getting Harris and Harry uh, confused. I I have not been impressed with pretty much anything I've seen, except for a couple contested catchers. If we're going to build a whole guy and his career and his future off of those two catches in Detroit and the one against McCordy on the practice, well, field, the one thing that I 
couldn't make an argument for him this year is you throw him out there in the red zone where there's not much of like a read route where he basically just is told you're running this route, do it. Yeah, but if he F's up in any way, there's a better chance that you got but a guy but he's known, high stepping 88 yards he's, the other direction. But he's known for making contested catches, so maybe just throwing fades in the end zone. So I'm, if I'm Brady, I, there is nothing Brady despises more other than losing than throwing red zone interceptions, right. correct? Correct. I'm going to trust that guy, that jack wagon. Does he seem like he wants to trust him on the red zone? No, but I think he gives you a better chance of catching passes in the red zone than what you have now. No, you're Brady, one, think, one Brady worst, would rather throw to Sanu. You're one of the worst red zone Sanu teams just got here. Sanu just got here. Sanu's not. He's, Sanu just got he's here. He's a smaller body. Sanu just, well, he's a bigger slot body. Right. That's the other thing. Nikhil Harry, not that big. Big for a Patriots receiver, not that big. He's not a giant. He's good-sized. For a Patriot receiver, he's pretty big. Mike Giardi, I believe, is doing a live hit next door. I can hear him. Hi, Mike! <laughs> let's get into the game. Okay, let's get into the game. I want to talk about the game, and you've been bringing up all these salacious stories. You go on these rants. Okay, what do you? I, I, it happens. My matchup into the game is the Eagles' defensive line against the Patriots' offensive line. I think that... I don't the, like the matchup. I don't either. The more I look at this game, I don't... I'm not going to pick the what Eagles. What do you got? I'm not going to pick the Eagles to Who win. Mo- but I think this game's going to be pretty close. Brandon Graham's been hot, Six too. Six sacks. In the last five games. They played nine. Like, they're all weighted towards recently. He's on fire. Fletcher Cox, one of the Fletcher best Fletcher Cox, very good. They're, they're good. Barnett's a solid solid player. Yeah, I uh, and they're aggressive, and they're going to go after you. And, and that's thing. what Schwartzy likes to do. Same thing with the Patriots. Offensive line. They haven't gotten any better. Isaiah Wynn's not playing in this Schwartzy's game. had two weeks to watch Marshall Newhouse and go, I get to play that guy? <laughs> so I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think that's a good matchup for the Patriots. I think you got to get rid of the ball quickly. The typical Patriots, it's it's a broken record. It's boring you analysis. You can't run the ball against this no. defense. No, their run defense fourth, is good, and your run offense. Yeah, right. they average three point eight yards a carry as a team, which for the Patriots would be an upgrade. Be pretty good. <laughs> um, no, it's going to be the short passing game. It is what it is. So you're thinking it's kind of like the Ravens thing: these short passes to yeah. Edelman, Sanu, and White. But it has to be productive, because. But you could, but, my guess is that you're going to see the Eagles try to run the football on you. And also, they already have some of the aspects of that college RPO read option. Not I, as much as other teams. Uh, I think they will more now because they saw Lamar Jackson whoop your ass. Now, they're going to test you until you stop that. Are you believer, but more importantly, they're going to run it on you. Are you a believer in Carson Wentz? Um, I want to believe in him. I'm sort of the same way. Like, he hasn't really shown anything, though, that Well, he says, shows flashes. But not consistent enough to put him in that, like, category that you know he's going to be good. No. Like, no. he's just a... He's and he's an, been banged up a lot. Right. He's an average quarterback. I would say he's above average. Even that, I don't know. He's an average quarterback. You don't think he's a top 16 quarterback in the National Football League? I think he's right around that, that you know, 12 to 18 range. Okay. You might be right. Every, I need to sit down and do my own. Qu- Maybe we should do that in one of our podcasts. When we have a chance. Do, what did you do in the bye week? You should be doing that. I don't know what I did. Get off my back, a <laughs> hole. What'd you do during the bye week? I, I know what you did. What I do? You wrote a book. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> you didn't read your contract and you thought you'd finished it months ago, and now you can go back and redo it. Thanks. Is that too much off air for on air? Probably. <laughs> yeah, whatever it happens. Um, elsewhere, what do you think about? I think a lot of people are putting a lot of stock, and I've poo-pooed against this, in Sanu. Like, I just brought him up. I think he's clearly one of your core targets. Of course. But what does that mean? What do you get out of that? You get what you got against the Ravens, which I think is— Which is not enough. A loss. No, it's not. You keep harping on the loss. 
They played, Shouldn't I? Don't you play to win? Yeah, but you played. Or should I harp on you? you threw were it down to him for, seventeen nothing. To you start threw the game. it to him for, and the only reason you get into the game was because of Cyrus Jones, who they've since cut. Um, what were we talking about? Sanu. Oh, you throw it to him fourteen times and you get eighty yards out of it. But that's what he is. That's what he is. Yeah, that's my point. You're making my point. So what do you? But what? What do you want? That's what you're counting what, on for the injection the, of life into your passing game, into your playmaking in the second half of the season. I think you are sadly mistaken. That's what the offense is going to be. No. The offense is going to be Damian Harris and Nikhil Harry, baby. Oh, Wouldn't that be a good story? If they suddenly came on and they both like had 100 yards? It would be a nice story, but I don't think it's going to happen. Why? They're young. You have Harry not even, You have both energetic. guys not even playing this week. Well, that's because I have no faith in them to make the right decisions. So you really don't think Sanu can help this team win? Yes, they, he can help. He's a complementary factor. So, he cannot be this big boon. But no, I'm not making that point. I'm saying he's helping the offense. That's what they are, these short, quick passes. They're going to slowly move the ball down the field. They're not going to hit for 30-plus yards. So who plays. makes the plays when the game is on the line? Edelman still? Edelman, so we're just going to turn to Edelman. Sanu, White. So we better make sure that the play we need is about six yards. Because if the play you need is 12, you're porked. That's not true. Edelman had some third I know. I'm being sarcastic, nitwit. Sorry, dipshit. But. You know how our boss wants to do t-shirts? Can I have a t-shirt made of you that says Hannibal dipshit or something? Sure, go for it. That's what he wants. He wants these little things to turn into t-shirts. He's sure they sell. Merch. I think I could sell a few on the internet. (laughs) I know a guy. I got a guy. Yeah, I just, I think there's a lot of faith being put in Sanu to do more than he's ever really done. So, if he contributes 10 catchers for 80 yards and a touchdown every game the rest of the season, you don't think that's good enough? First of all, you think he's going to catch 10 balls every single game? You just went off of what he did against the Ravens. Yeah, I know. You said that's what he is. Yeah, I don't think that's enough to win. I don't think he's going to do that. You don't think that's good enough to win. So, if you get get between (laughs) Sanu, Edelman, and White, let's just hypothetically say... I think you will lose in the end. You will win a lot of games. You will go to the playoffs and win a lot of games. But you will lose in the end. What's your point? You as, will not as Brady said this week, training camp's Bowl. over. Win the Super Bowl. No. What do you also, th- a dumb point he made because it's not true. It was in response to Robert Gronkowski, who can rejoin the team now. It's got nothing to do with training camp or the trade deadline. I think his was, deadline is forthcoming. That was his way of saying that he's not coming back. That Our may be true. What it is. Antonio Brown can come back anytime he wants. But I think Brady knows that none of like, the offense is what yeah, it is. Yeah, but it was is. a dumb point. It's not, though. It's a dumb it, the point. offense is what it is. And so you, what you get right not now good is what you're doing. Answer. So then you don't think the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl? Uh, I didn't say that. But your point is, you're just tell- you're telling me that this. This offense- is why I'm looking for answers. One of them would be Damian Harris. If you can run the ball, I think that makes that short passing Even attack much Damian better. Even if Damian Harris comes back, I can't see him immediately coming in and rushing for 100 yards a game and two touchdowns. It doesn't have to be 100 yards and two touchdowns a game. That would make him a Hall of Famer. But what is he going to bring? He's have 32 touchdown pace. What, what is he going to bring? Spark, plays, balance. So you think things that this so team lacks? They lack an identity. He can get 3.5 yards per carry and be an upgrade. But what does that do? Nothing, actually. Right. No, I need him to be a spark. I need him to come in, and I'm not expecting a 25-carry workhorse ball. I'm expecting, can I get a 15-yard run out of him? Can I bring some credibility so to the that, running that's game? That's immediately going to make them playoff or Super Bowl contenders. Makes them significantly better, because right now your running game is a laughing stock. 
But the if I'm the other team, I don't care if you run Damian the ball. The Harris is not going to all of a sudden make them a run-first offense. I didn't say run-first. You're not listening very well. You're not either. This is why people get frustrated with you. No, they get frustrated with no, you. They, people like me, they get frustrated with you. No, they say, I'm the one that He is on going to come add a, a dimension to the offense. Some playmaking in the running game. Which a is little exactly bit more credibility. what Mohamed Sanu did to the passing game. He hasn't. His next play will be his first. He caught ten passes against the Ravens, including a touchdown. Anybody without, can without catch Damian, passes without Muhammad's new against the Ravens. They they get blown even more than they did. Excuse me. Without blown out. Yeah. You said they get blown even more than they did. I said blown out. I don't think you did. We can listen back later. Uh, okay, so so now we're moral victories. No, we lost a little less than we would have if he wasn't here. But your point—he's not a game changer. Neither is Damian Harris. How do you know? He's, you just admitted 75 to 75-yard runs aren't, aren't game-changing plays? You just plays. admitted to me that he's 75 not. 75-yard runs wouldn't change oh, games. Oh, he's going to have one? He had when's, one every year in Alabama. the Patriots running back that ran 75 yards for a He had one every year he was at Alabama. Uh, Nikhil Harry had a bunch of them at Arizona State. How's it making out here? I'd like to see him get a shot, too. Even oh, though I think he stinks. Not but. everybody deserves shots now. You think the upside of Sanu is catapulting you to a title team? I never said that. Okay, so the offense is good enough without Sanu. I didn't say that either. Uh, can you say something? The We're running out of time on the, the offense podcast. Is better We're off the rails a little bit here. We're supposed to be previewing Eagles Patriots, and we got into this big picture thing because you got a hair across your ass. I think you did. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. You <laughs> think Sanu is a game changer? I don't. We can I boil it down to that he, phrase. I never said he's a game changer. Ten catches, eighty yards. He makes your offense better. That freaking flea flicker where he picked up six yards was nice. He makes your offense better. Yes, he makes your offense better. I would agree with that. That was my point all along. It's a minuscule upgrade over Josh Gordon. Your offense said it it's was in the beginning minuscule. of the year. Oh, now Josh Gordon is worth... Wait, when I said Josh Gordon sucked, everybody told me he was good and I was being too harsh on him. Now you're telling me that Mohamed Sanu is this massive upgrade over Josh Gordon? He is, because he's dependable. He's the guy that Brady can throw to. I mean, Brady threw to Josh Gordon, what, 14 times against Tennessee last year? Oh, yeah. What, how many catches did he A little different. Like, like three, four? A little different situation. Oh, it is? They had to evolve without Gronk in that game. Okay, whatever you say. I know, I always have an answer. You're making my point. Okay, let's get back to the Eagles game. Who are you picking? Oh, we're already jumping into game picks? Why not? Well, I feel like we've been going forever here. I'm picking the Patriots. Oh, what a homer. Who are you picking? Patriots. Right. <laughs> um, I think it's closer than people think. And I'm, Do you read into the Vegas lines? Not really, I'd have to know it. What is it? Three and a half. Eagles, favored by three and a half. Eagles by three and a half. I would take those points. Like, that seems low, doesn't it? Like, don't you think no. Patriots coming off a loss, it'd be higher? No. You think the Eagles should be favored by more than... No, no. I'm saying the Patriots should be favored more. Wait, who's favored? You said the Eagles by three and a half. Sorry. <laughs> the Patriots are favored by three and a half on the road. You really thought the Eagles are favored by three and a half at home against the Patriots? I said I don't know. I asked you the line. You told me the line. Why should I doubt you? Shouldn't you question it? I don't. I try to take you at your word. If I start questioning everything dumb you say, we'll be here forever. The Patriots are favored by three. And Holy a half. dipshit! Don't you think that's low? Um, not necessarily. Don't you think the Eagles are a pretty good football team? No, I don't. Patriots come. You don't think the Eagles are good? I think they're solid, but not not as good as you're making them out to be. Well, like, they, look at who they've lost this year. They have some pretty bad losses. Let's see. They lost at Atlanta, twenty-four twenty. They lost Detroit, twenty-seven twenty-four. They lost at Minnesota, 38-20, and they lost at Dallas, 37-10. I don't think there's a horrific loss in there. They lost 37-10 to, to Dallas. The 
it's a division game. It happens. It was at Dallas. Oh, it happens to get blown out in a division? Division games. I also watched the game against the Bears where they won. They almost blew that game in the second half. I, well, none of these teams are all that good. So if the Eagles are a great team like, you make, like you're make, like you saying, we'll tell you the they competition be, they played is they significantly be better than the Patriots. You can say that about any team in the league. Well, not totally, but... Most of them. Business is picking up. I have respect for the Eagles. I think they're a decent team with a decent coach, decent defensive coordinator. I think they have well-rounded talent. I don't think there is one singular glaring weakness. One thing we haven't mentioned about the game, Patriots defense coming off their worst game of the season. The boogeymen. How do do the boogeymen bounce back? Do they? Do they? We're going to find out because I think they're going to get run on. I think they're going to... People... if I'm an offensive coordinator, I'm running the football. There's no question. Right at them until they stop Because we've talked about this at, at length. Even before that they were really giving up yards and losing games. Right. Le'Veon Bell had some success. Frank Gore, Gore. had some success. Nick Chubb had some success. They might have even won that game if he didn't fumble. Correct. So, yes, running the ball against the Patriots is the way to go. But now do the Patriots realize that they had a, a week off to do some self-scouting? Maybe they changed some things up. So Dante Hightower doesn't get blocked out of gaps to give up runs? I mean... You know my theory on that. Sometimes you can't scheme run defense. Sometimes if you get pushed around, you get pushed around. Which they did against the Ravens. And sometimes you need to cover that up by controlling the game. And I don't know if they can control the game offensively. So if it's a tight game where they're, the other opponent isn't fearing you piling up points, they have a greater ability to run the football. I think you're going to be tested in that sort of, whatever you want to call it, blueprint or formula or game plan over the next few weeks. Would you be stunned if they lost this game? No, no, no. Not even. I close think a lot of stunned. Patriots fans would be because they automatically look at Patriots coming off a loss over the bye week. They're going to win this game. How many examples are there of that? Patriots coming off a loss and a bye. Didn't happen last year. I don't know. Yeah, they lost to Tennessee. Why I ask you. What they do the next you week? Covered this team. I have CTE. I don't remember anything. I think they played the Jets after and won. That's the Jets. It doesn't count. They. I know they won after it. Okay. Just wondering, right? Because we talked about the old eighteen and twelve coming out of the bye and. Right. Various things. I will say the Eagles are due for a loss because for most of the season they've been loss, loss, win, win, loss, loss, and they won their last two, so they're due for a loss. I, if you believe in that at all. Then I guess, yeah. If you're, if you're gonna, I don't really if believe, you're gonna in, believe that. in those trends. Sure. Uh, if you look at Carson Wentz's numbers, fifteen touchdowns, four interceptions, ninety-three passer rating. That's solid. It's solid, but it's not. It's average. Yeah, but what are you what are you looking for out of him? Plays. Okay. How many touchdowns does he have? Fifteen. I just said it. I need you to listen. Fifteen. Yeah. Is that is that enough to be considered like above? How many does Tom Brady have? Probably around the same. I believe fourteen. But he's they're different. I know. One has a reputation, so forever people will just say he's great. The other is trying to prove his reputation. You think Tom? Brady, I thought you. Oh, I thought but, you believed in the eyeball test. Right. I thought you just I don't watched. Have, football. I don't have Tom Brady in the upper echelon. Oh, I know. You think Garoppolo is better. Well, not after the last Monday night's <laughs> You're backing off that a little bit? I said that a month ago. No, but you shouldn't change based on one game in which he didn't yeah, have not, his I'm best not, offensive I'm not weapon. I'm changing after one game. I'm changing he after lost his second best offensive weapon. He was under duress the whole night. Now, he had a couple. The, the fumble that they returned for a touchdown was a horrific play on his part. He has... He has sometimes ball security bad, a bit of an bad issue. Pocket awareness and then the secure ball security. But sometimes he's should. still a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, I know. Is he yes. better than Wentz? Who's better, Wentz or Garoppolo? Garoppolo. I would probably agree. They're both similar, though, because they've dealt with injuries, so they don't have a ton of experience, even though right. they feel like they've been around a little longer than they have. 
I would probably go with Garoppolo. But I think they're similar because they're athletic. They can do different things with their legs. They're not I would runners. Say Wentz is more athletic than Garoppolo. Who would I take? If you made me just watch them and draft one, I think I would take Wentz. I might get into that too. I, I, think, like I think you can do more with Wentz. Yeah, but then when he's hurt, I'm like, son of a bitch, I should have taken the other guy. Well, Garoppolo gets hurt too. He got hurt once. Well, twice. Twice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's probably fair. Okay. So, questions? Who are you picking? I'm taking the Patriots. Score? Oh, do I need to make this marry up with my six pack that I'm going to be doing no, on this Friday? Is, this is just spitballing. My initial spitballing score would be 24 20 Patriots. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be in question. Somebody's going to have to make a play or somebody's going to have to make a mistake. We'll see. Because Brady has been a little loose with the football. He should be in, what, a five-game interception streak? So there's questions there. There's questions about the ground game. I have have more questions about the Patriots than I think I should about an 8-1 football team. Will you have answers after this week, or do you you need to see more against I will have more answers, and I would say... There's a better chance I have bad answers if they struggle, which to me means they played two hard teams on the road, finally, and if they didn't answer the call, I might have more questions about them big picture. But I have questions about their offensive line, their running game. I have questions about their ability to stop the run. You're relying heavily on a defense to make plays, and I don't know how sustainable that is. So we'll see. We've got a lot of of good questions this week. Okay, read them. I'm ready. From our good friend Christian. Chris with a T-I-A-N? Yep. He is our good friend. I like him. Good he doesn't guy. like you. No, he likes me. Oh, he does? Okay. He does. Just checking. Bigger role in the offense down the stretch. Sony Michelle or Nikhil Harry? Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. It's a safer bet. Because um, the other option there would be neither. <laughs> right. If I got my wish and best case scenario, Harris gives a little spark, I don't have a lot of confidence that Harry's going to have a big role. No. Like, I, I, have, I have more... There's more of a chance that Sony Michelle gets things going on the ground when Isaiah Wynn comes back and whatever than Harry Isaiah does. Wynn, you know, the proven commodity that he is. See, I believe him more than – we'll have to talk about him a lot next week. Isaiah Wynn has exactly a game and a quarter more on his resume than Harry. I watched him in training camp. Oh, I watched him in training camp. Were you in Tennessee? I wasn't. Right. What you learn in training camp? Impressive showing down there. Ooh, impressive showing. Easy. Could we, this is from Kavan, another one of our good friends. Could we see the return of the cover zero blitzes versus Philly? And how does James White factor in against Philadelphia's linebackers? Or will Malcolm Jenkins be like he was in the Super Bowl? Uh, I think you will see some more of those blitzes. I think that's when they're at their best, when picking their spots with those zero blitzes, as everybody likes to say, no safeties, coming after it. I still think of Carson Wentz as susceptible. You can do that against Carson Wentz. You can't do that against Lamar Jackson. Right. I still think he's susceptible to those types of plays. So I do think you could see that. James White has to be a big part of the offense. If he's not a big part of the offense, you lose. Well, that's what you know how I know that? Against Baltimore. Because you lost. Because we had to feed the ball to Mr. Playmaker, Sanu. Who, who deems him a playmaker? You. When? You're counting on him to inject life that's into the offense. That's not a playmaker. That's, how we I, got, that's not a playmaker. That is why we got into that big fight. Because right. you, you put words in my mouth saying that I said that Muhammad You're Sanu You're describing him as a playmaker. No, I said he helps the offense. He's a run-of-the-mill complimentary receiver. We have a lot of questions, so I want to get to them. Okay, so don't get off track again. From John K. Is Nikhil Harry's issue physical or mental? Yes. Physical or mental? You say yes. Yes. <laughs> I think it's both. I'm not sure he is is real quick to pick up the offense and everything they're asking him to do. And physically, I think there's some limitations to his game. I, I I'm, Does he mean health-wise? Because I don't mean health-wise. I mean, That's I don't know how physically talented he is. I took it as, like... 
physically healthy. I have said before, I think he needs to take the little Velcro jogging weights off his ankles when he runs routes. Maybe he'll get open a little quicker. That was actually, uh, some people pointed out, or someone pointed out, dissected his route running in one of the drills in practice today and said that he wasn't coming out of his brakes quick enough. Anybody who needed to learn that now is an effing moron. It was also like right after the stretching portion when he was probably going half. I don't give a rat's ass. That was evident, evident, in day one of training camp, which would be day one, one of the few that I was there. Yeah. From William Wolf. Are people really going to do that now? Now they're going to pile on? Because that's going to piss me off, all these people. Oh, he's so good. He caught these two passes. Look at him, the skills. He's so good. Why do you do that? Why don't you go back? Phil Perry on TV the other night tried to tell me how great a training camp he had, that I'm fixating on one bad day. I was like, are you full of crap, Phil? He did? Yeah. Phil Perry is all in on Nikhil Harry, telling me how impressive he is. We were sitting right next to Phil for these practices. Phil may be blind. I don't know. Um, from William Wolf, how frustrated are you that we took Michelle right before Chubb, so that we have so many, so that so many dynamic running backs are found in the middle or later rounds? I just can't believe we spent a first round pick on a guy who seems a replacement level at this point. I have to be honest. I didn't hate the pick. I said it at the time. I can't be a hypocrite and say, "Oh, twenty twenty, oh this and that." If you watched a lot of tape, I thought from Georgia, and I watched enough. Nick Chubb had a knee injury. And I thought he looked a little slow after that. Now I think it was a case of maybe he was, but now he's like a year removed, two years removed. He's he's got the spark back. Because I thought Nick Chubb was going to be, I don't know, Ben Jarvis Green. Just a run-of-the-mill kind of decent back, but not explosive. And as soon as he got in the league last year, remember like day one he was running like 70 yards. Nick Chubb, you'd see these highlights on the red zone of these long runs. And he breaks tackles, but I thought Sony Michelle was going to be the guy who made big plays in Tom seen. Brady's passing attack. He hasn't. He looks sluggish and slow and lacking explosion. That could be the bone on bone Mike Lombardi medical stuff. That probably who knows. That. That's the one issue with us uh, draft nicks. We don't really get to see the medicals that everybody says are so important. You consider yourself a hardo draft guy? Sure. Why not? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tucker Conley asks, why hasn't JoJo, Juwan Williams, been used more? Just no spots. Did they call for... him JoJo? He is. Oh, is that, is that a thing or not a thing? No, I think he is. Okay. I don't think so. Just no spots from him on the defense or more of a retro here for him. We sort of touched on that earlier. There's, yeah. just, there's just so much, so many guys ahead of him. Yeah, who do you want to play him over? Right. Like, he's gotten some run at various times, limited. Um, I'm not saying he's a bust. Like, no. I didn't right. hate what I've well, seen I from him. I honestly think that... They, Remember he was really physical in the they view him as Detroit a, game? Yeah. They view him as Patrick Chung's replacement. That's interesting. You may need that sooner rather than later. You could. Next one from... Uh, I don't even know. Feud? Feud? What did you just call me? What do you feel is the biggest reason the Patriots' run defense hasn't been great since, since the, cha- the change of the 3-4 defense... These people can't write. Why are you being mean? These are our people. We appreciate your uh, tweets and your questions. What do you feel is the biggest reason the Patriots' run D hasn't been great? Is it the change to the 3-4 defense as there seems to be too much space for running backs to run to or just players not beating their men and hustling to the ball fast enough or just simply not tackling better? Combination of factors. I think at times they've been caught in sort of undersized fronts with like two defensive linemen on the field, really like one and a half defensive linemen on the field at times. Um, I think there's been other times where they've just been pushed out of gaps, linebackers fill, and just 
get blocked. It happens. Because um, I do think Dante Hightower is a little less sand in his pants. He's definitely a little smaller. I don't think he's quite as stout yeah. at the oh, uh, point of attack. And I think that has showed its head. I think there's been some poor tackling. I think there's been, been an issue some presumptive even... tackling where it's like, oh, you got him, right? Oh, shit, you didn't get him. Well, it's not like he was swearing. You're up to like 10. Even the, the, um, Edgier. the Redskins game, they had that long run where they had missed a ton of tackles. Correct. So there's been a lot of cases where they've missed some tackles. But we're also nitpicking. <laughs> we're also nitpicking a little bit here. Like, they're so dominant on defense, you're going to fixate on the one thing they don't do very well, especially when it happened to be the most recent thing they didn't do very well. Um, but if I had to label it, I'd say scheme. No, no, no. Tackling scheme. And that's it. I don't know. All right, last question. We're getting on it. We're going a little long at this one from Chris Weaver. You keep me arguing. Over Sinu's under, awesome. Sinu's over awesome. under on number of teams at Colin Kaepernick's workout. Two and a half. I'll take the over. Yeah. I already heard the Lions and the Cowboys say they would be there. Right. I guess his Bill's going to have somebody there. Well, and again, like we said before, like the, they're not sending these high-level GMs. They're going to send the low-level scouts to say we're there and start what happens. And then is there any chance that some teams, like, they start hearing, oh, the Lions are there. The Cowboys, they don't want to be like the one team that isn't right, there or so something. They'll, send, like, they'll a, scramble a to send, yeah, yeah, some Jag or whatever who was going to get coffee. Well, go check out Kaepernick on your way to get coffee. Right. Uh, I think most teams will be there. I do. I think the Falcons should be there. It is their facility. Are they away, though? I don't know. I think they, I don't know. I think they, I don't know. The Saints are away. I didn't ask about that. The, the Saints played, played the Falcons last week. Lots of information I don't need or care about. But the one thing I wanted to know, you couldn't offer. Sorry. So we Eagles will... still favored by three and a half in this game? Yes. Idiots. <laughs> Freaking moron. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Next podcast will be... Let's... Sunday night. We're going to do it late Sunday night? I think, aren't we? Don't okay. we always do it after the game? You're kind of busy on Sunday. I'll be fine. I got a busy Sunday. I'm going to do a lot of radio in a lot of different places, a lot of podcasting, a lot of various issues, but I'll be fine. I'll do all my duties. I'm so, a jack of all trades, master of none. So we'll have a fresh game recap. In your, fresh game in off your... the Patriots' tight, hard-fought win coming out of the bye. Get back on track. Monday morning, first thing. Yes. I'll be uh, at Lincoln Financial. You and look lots for, of look others. Look for uh, Fitzy in the parking lot. Fitzy, our good friend, will be in the parking lot taking batteries off the forehead from... Uh, Fly Eagles, Fly fans. Yep. And uh, please go to at Off Day Pod. Subscribe on Twitter. Uh, follow us, I mean. Subscribe. You know, we call it iTunes, and it's not called iTunes anymore. What's it called? Apple Podcasts. So go to whatever you want to call it, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, you, you Stitcher, get, get there all of iTunes. those things, yes. and follow us, leave a review. The reviews have been very nice lately. I very much appreciate that, I know at least do. toward me I anyway. Sent, I sent them to you, and you had a nice little uh, <laughs> See, that's the beauty ego. of me, though. Like, I would have never known, because I would have never looked oh, if so you hadn't I, sent So them I shouldn't them. have sent them. No, keep sending them to me. I like them. They're good for my ego. Give me a little boost. I'm able to send you all the bad ones. Wait, there were bad ones? Oh. Go look and find out. That's hurtful. Talk to you next week. Peace out.